0: Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. And I know I always say that this is my favorite day of the week, but this week, big stuff. Big news, big things in the works. So... Huh. So I've been working on some things for a while now and, you know, it's sometimes like I'll talk about it so much that I'm like, okay, these people are going to think that I like never am going to get to the space where I want to get and like actually have everything come to fruition. But how I do one thing is how I do everything. I'm a bit of a perfectionist and even this project has still got a few things in the work that I want to tweak. But you know what? It's sort of the situation where it's just like now or never friends. Let's go. Um, But I'll get to that in a second because it is Ask Riley Day. But before I get to the Ask Riley Day, I wanted to give you guys, I guess, my we got this moment for the week because it started out real shitty. Um, No, it was like fabulous, then shitty, then, okay, we got this. Um, And I haven't done a we got this moment in a while, so I thought I would just, you know, bring those back up again and give you mine. So Sunday, I had a pop-up um, in Old Town, Alexandria at the Season Collective with Luxury Sparks Jewelry. And it was so great. It was so great to meet some of you guys for the first time, to see some of my OG We Got This fam. I had a bunch of new people experiencing my candles and the drinkware that I've created for the first time. Just it it was so much fun and it was such a, like a lighthearted event and i'm excited to see all of my businesses including this podcast grow um so i was just feeling it i was in a great space and i was also very tired because you know the ceiling collective is about an hour and a half away from my house and um i came home and my husband was working on his programs for the clients that he does fitness programs for and it was like Ugh, it was just like 10 o'clock at night and had to still record my podcast. And, you know, so I got that done and I was just like, okay, Marshall had offered to unload all of my candles and all the goodies and all the, you know, props and things that I have to bring to the pop-up. So it's a lot. And we couldn't just leave him in his car because they're candles. They'll melt. It's hot as shit outside. Um, so I'm like, let me just go and start that and, even though I was real tired, you know, I work out, I can handle all the heavy lifting too. So I went to go do it myself. So I opened up his car. He's got the SUV of the family and it was parked in a space where it wasn't usually parked because my car was parked kind of in the middle of the driveway. And I also suck at driving and I didn't feel like smashing his car. So I just parked it a little bit further down the driveway. This comes into play later. So I take these two light boxes in and I bring them downstairs to my candle room because I'm trying to be organized and not just like bring them inside and leave them in like all of our, like we have a beautiful island, but we never see it because there's always my, my candle stuff, my business stuff on that island. And I mean, I started this candle business, House of W by Riley Couture, in that kitchen. So I'm trying to be better about that after we saged the house and got rid of all the old energy and just be more tidy in terms of like my space because it just, it really does help my mental space. Well, I go back up from putting the two little boxes in the candle room and I come back and I go out to the car and I look down and I was like, I, I thought it was a mirage. I was like, did I, did I see that? Uh, The most important box that I had of candles that were my newest, my pride and joy, my vintage finds that I did a podcast a couple down about, you know, vintage retail shopping. Like these were just this new birth of work that I had done that I was so proud of and excited for, you know, and they didn't sell at the podcast or, the, or at the podcast at the pop-up, but that's okay. You know, I was just like, is, there's always one person that will love That one, you know, I have some that I, that that are like, I think these are going to sell and they don't. And then I'll have like the OG favorites to the ones that just always fly off the shelves every time I do them. But these were just my babies, you know, and I'm looking down and they're just shattered. And it was most of the vintage irreplaceable ones that I had done. And just looking down at that broken glass, I was just also broken. I literally just sat there and sobbed, just like that guttural sob. And, you know, it's kind of like don't cry over spilt milk or don't cry over spilt glass, but it was more than that for me. Like to me, it felt like such a symbolism of like the stop and start and the push and pull of what my life has been in the last six months since losing my radio career thus far. We're speaking positive things into existence now. But I just felt shattered. I felt shattered along with that vintage glass, all of them. And it was like every time I went through the box that was on the floor and like looked around at the spoils of all of them, it was always one of the favorites. And one more favorite was broken. And I was just crying and angry. And every rush of emotion that I didn't let out in the last six months with everything from losing my job and then losing my dog pink of 15 years and then health issues and, and and being replaced, which we all know that's not a thing because I'm irreplaceable and I'm not being pompous when I say that. I'm just believing in myself. It just all came out. And it came out in a really bad way because I'm Little Miss. We got this. That's my credo and my mantra. Well, in that moment, I had, I didn't have shit. I was literally just so broken that I laid down on the kitchen floor and just cried. And I couldn't speak. Like, I could just do nothing but sit there, lay there, and sob. And I think I really scared the shit out of my husband because, you know, I just couldn't come out of it. I just wasn't coming to. I wasn't coming out of that You know, it's kind of like our toddler Malin, like even his worst screaming tantrums where he's hitting and kicking or whatever, like 10 minutes later, he comes out of it. I couldn't for a good 30 minutes. All I could do was lay on that floor and cry. And Marshall, of course, tried to pick me up a couple of times and I just couldn't do it. I, I just felt like a mush of sadness and defeat. And I don't put those words into my psyche what you think about, you bring about, you you know, you speak things into existence. I'm always all about manifest that shit. But it was, it, that was the first time that I really was just fucking done. I was like, I don't get it. Every single time I get a little edge and I get like a little wind about me and I'm like, okay, I fucking got this. I'm going to do the damn thing. Boom. And yes, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal because it wasn't, ev- it's was not like a candle room exploded or anything like that. It, was just I was looking at the sweat and tears that I put into these candles, like because, you know, I make crystal intention candles, but I put all of my good love and intentions into them. You know, and it's always my favorite when I'll have some of my OG. We got this fam come out to the the pop ups, and I'll have made one with them kind of in mind, but I don't say anything because I don't like to push. Like, oh, this is for you, you know. But that, and then they buy it. It's that's my that's my favorite. I love it when. A candle will speak to someone and they go home and it means something to them and they have a better night because they lit that candle or, you know, their outlook on a lot of things seems brighter because of something I made for them. You know, and I hand place every single one of those crystals with a heat gun and a toothpick that go on these candles and, you know, the writing that's on them, you know, sometimes it ain't easy getting that really pretty scripted font on there and it it's work and I've realize that I'm probably working harder now than I ever have because I'm starting from the ground up in the middle of life, I guess, sort of. I'm not that old, but you know, like at 41, I was, I thought I was going to be able to chill and, and enjoy the fruits of my labor for a minute and that, you know, didn't happen and it's not fucking fair and it fucking sucks, but I always get up and I was, I was so, broken by the fact that I physically could not get myself up. That's not me. You know, I gotta send some love to some of you. We got this fam, my little we got this army, because some of you guys I, you know, were talking to me and I was just being so damn negative. I think y'all probably thought I had gone batshit crazy and maybe I had. Because I was like, I'm just fucking done. I fucking give up. I'm done. It just I didn't understand it. You know, like they the car in the parking space was on like a little bit of an incline. But that had never happened before. I just couldn't fathom, like, this thing, this box was, like, in the back. Like, how did it slip out? And I was like, you know, somebody's got a fucking evil eye on me. Not today, Satan. It was literally one of those moments. And it was today, Satan, you know, because I just, the next day, I was just so dead. I just, every ounce of energy or vitality or life just seeps right the fuck out of me. And then there comes you guys. A couple of you guys messaged me about this method. It's like an old Japanese method of fixing pottery, and forgive me, but the name escapes me right now, of, you know, you see the seams and the cracks of the where the piece of glass broke, but you do this method where you put it back together with this epoxy glue and gold mica powder, and then you can see the scars of this piece of glass, but there's still beauty in it. And so many of you were asking, like, please put it back together. Like, we'll buy it from you. You know, because it, it wasn't even just the blood, sweat, and tears, but it was all the money that went into that that I don't have right now to just literally throw it away in the garbage. And, you know, Marshall helped me collect all of them, and I'm just looking at all these broken pieces just, Being and feeling as broken as they were. And again, y'all were reminding me, like, that's not fucking you, Riley. And I just, the next day, like, just cried all day, you know? And I hated that. Like, I don't like not being able to be there as a wife, as a mother, or even for you guys, you know? I was just done. And that's all right. That's really okay. But I was ready to close up shop. I was like, fuck all this. Like, let me just not. Let me just throw it all away. I was that done. And that's ridiculous because, you know, I looked up, I have this this collage of pictures in my podcast room where I'm sitting right now and I look at it and it's pictures of me throughout the years. And I've always been very anti like putting pictures of my face everywhere and it's, I think it's very douchey to do that and have like walls just filled with me and my accolades, I just nah. But this one was a reminder for me of I'm trying to like turn and look at it right now of you know the things, the places that I've been, and the things that I've accomplished, and the things that I still have to do. You know, it's a picture of me and J Lo at a, at American Idol. We're in that damn picture. I actually have my dress on backwards, <laughs> and that's very me. Still look good though. There's a picture of me and Shawn Mendes at Jingle Ball, and I'm like laughing and giggling and he's smiling at me it was in the moment where he had been nominated for like people's most sexiest man alive and I was like oh do you think you're people's most sexiest man alive and he's like I don't know how to answer that he's like if that was you would you say that you were you know woman's most sexy alive or whatever and I was like well yeah and it shocked him in my answer you know and there was a picture of me there in Memphis OG radio you know days like I'm just screaming to the crowd. I don't remember what I was saying, but the joy on my face is so, it's like pure And there's a picture of me and Marshall with Marshmallow at Pride a couple of years ago. And he was so excited. Like Marshall doesn't ushy gushy over any celebrities, but he was so excited to meet Marshmallow. And there's a picture of me at Pride in Atlanta. You know, one of my favorite cities in the world. There is a picture of me just standing at American Idol, just like so proud to be there and excited for the day. There's a picture of me and Ed Sheeran, and I had made Ed Sheeran laugh, and that was OG. That was back in the day, like when he was just on tour with Taylor Swift. This was from Nashville, so he was a very young Ed Sheeran there. There was a picture of me at my first iHeartRadio Music Festival with the Kane Show, and I was like pinching myself, like so proud to be there. There's a picture of me and Katy Perry at a music summit a couple years ago where not very many jocks across the country got invited to that and we were there. There was one of me at my very first Jingle Ball where I was so nervous but so excited. I'd never been on a stage before where there was that many people. There was like 20, 30, 30,000 people. I was nervous as hell, but it was so exciting and exhilarating to be there. And I was so proud of what I had done. And I had just given birth to Lyric. I think I was two and a half months postpartum and I was fucking doing the damn thing. And there's a picture of me and Lyric when it was, I think he was like three weeks old. And I was at this, um, promotion that we call stuff of us. Um, we did it in Atlanta and like, we actually had two days in the city named after us for that work that we did. We would just, you know, stuff the bus with Christmas presents for kids and, you know, I had Lyric out there and for a little while, you know, and I just, I'm looking at my son and I'm just like, damn, we we did this, you know, I'm, he, I'm doing it for my kid. There's another picture of Lyric the first time he was ever in the studio. And it's funny, the person that took that picture, it's just telling where we are now and where we're, Yeah, how different things have become. And the last picture on that one is a picture of me and Kane at Pride. And I looked at that after, you know, being very, very just sad all day. And I just, I looked at my husband and I said, I want to be that girl again. And he said, you know, baby, you are. And I was like, no, I'm not. Thank you for telling me that, but I want to embody her again. I want to feel it, mind, body, spirit, ex- exude it, and you know, do the damn thing. And I, 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 I know that a lot of people have said to me, like, Riley, you don't give yourself enough credit for the snapback you always have. But that's the thing. You snap a rubber band too much, it's going to break. And looking at those candles on the floor, that was just this snapping moment. However, there is that saying that when a bone breaks, it grows back stronger. So today, I went to the gym, murdered my chesticle muscles, (laughs) and came home and started creating again. And at first, I was so hurt to look at those broken candles. It was like jarring to see them that way but I ordered the materials to put them back together. And don't worry, the glue that I got is high heat resistant. So, you know, because a bunch of people said that they would love to purchase them. And I was moved by that because the the beauty in your scars is there's something next level about that when you're okay with showing them and knowing that they're a memory, but they're not everything you encompass. So yeah, I started creating some more things for what I'm about to tell you in a little bit. Because. I'm so fucking excited about it. And it's going to be a space where I need your help. But y'all never fail me. But before I get to that. I wanted to do the Ask Riley. Um, because you guys always come up with such great questions. And it's just like really fun to see what you guys really want to hear. And know about me or advice or anything. Um. Somebody said, have you considered making jewelry from your crystals? Um, funny that you say that. Fun factoid about me is years ago, like 12 years, 15-ish years ago when I started my Etsy shop. It was called Love Lace Craft Tour, <laughs> which it actually still is because Etsy won't let me change it for some reason. It's weird. And I don't want to, like, start over because Etsy, you know, your ratings and the things that you've sold, like, that's how they put them on the For You page and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to figure that out. But long story short, Yes. I ordered some materials to do that. So I'm excited about that. Thank God I had ordered those before this whole candle mishap because <laughs> that would have been a way back burner. Um, How can I buy a car diffuser? Oh, I had, I, that was one of the things I created today. I am now with House of W doing, we got this car diffuser. So I'm putting the, the oils, the essential oils that I put in my crystal intention candles in the diffuser. And I had it, they're like so cute. They're like these little glass vials. and clip onto your car vent and they're like wood and they've got a little reed on it it's so adorable and my car smelled phenomenal now mind you my car is almost never clean I have a toddler and a seven-year-old and you know I'm not exactly like I'm not my husband where it's like a, I'm like like getting all the dust and dirt and things out of it no but it smelled fabulous so dm me if you want one um Besides your family, what is your greatest achievement or proudest moment? You know, I used to say that it was one of the pictures I was just talking about on that collage on my wall of, you know, my very first Jingle Ball when I would just given birth and I was scared shitless to go on stage. And I've talked about this a couple times before, but my old producer and friend, radio colleague, Brett Mega. Took me aside and he was like, "You're Riley Motherfucking guitar. You're gonna get out there and kill it." And I did, and I was so proud of that, overcoming like that fear of failure in front of a lot of fucking people. But now, I I, I think it's not a it's not one moment. It's actually embodying my whole mantra of "We got this" and never letting anything keep me down for more than a day, for more than a minute. Or even if it's longer than that, always keeping the hope that there is more out there for me. There's more for me to give, there's more for me to do, there's more for me to achieve, there's more love in the world out there for me. And my resilience is something I need to remind myself and be proud of, so not one moment of resilience, but all of them is my proudest. Um, what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought? Uh, um, let me think. Okay. So there was these, it was an infomercial thing back in the day when I used to buy shit off there before, like, you know, Amazon and all these apps or whatever. And it was these detoxing foot patches that you put them on your feet and it's like a patch of herbs that's supposed to detox your body or some shit like that and they go on like white like a regular like gauze patch and then when you wake up in the morning they smell like 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 funky bacon that's been sitting out in the sun Ugh. and it's like green do they work probably not but <laughs> yeah that was a good question thank you ma'am um another one you said were there any aha moments or lessons that you've learned out of leaving radio well radio's not done with me just yet um it's a business just like anything else. It's like actors trying to get a part. It's lots of different factors of deciding things and healing from things. Um, in a lot of ways, radio for a lot of people is like that abusive boyfriend that you love so much and you keep going back to, even though you know that it's you know not always the best. But I love the great parts of it, like connecting with you guys. And like, I yeah, I miss the live aspects of it. I miss all of the things that involved with it. But if it's meant for me again, it's going to get there and I I the feeling that radio is never going to be done with me. Um so the thing, the aha moments um the aha moment for me was knowing that a piece of me died on November 9th in 2022. And I don't mean that to be such a melancholy answer, but what I I mean there was a rebirth of me in a lot of ways that's great, but I think that the part of me that died is always trusting that everyone can be good. You know, that, like, nobody's really that bad. Like, nobody crosses the point of no return. It's just a piece of shit, and that's just who they are, and they are wolves in sheep's clothing. Th- that's not possible. Like, I believe in everybody somewhere in there is good. No. No. There is real-life evil. And it comes in all forms. And trust in me in terms of giving so much in that way, it ain't going to happen no more. And I think that'll be a good thing because it'll weed out all the nonsense and it won't land me so hurt. Because, I mean, listen, I'm not like a naive little girl. I, even some of the people that I trusted in the last few years of my life... I knew there was something funky there. It's not like I was like oblivious, but I believed. And then, you know, things got better until they didn't. And I was like, well, fuck. That little, that little angel devil on my shoulder, like, the devil won on that one, but not no more. Um, <laughs> if you were to be buried with something for the afterlife, like a pharaoh, what would it be? Um, my OG rose quartz crystal that I started manifesting with that turned my entire life around, gave me my husband and my newest child, but my family altogether as a whole. It gave me my hope, it gave me. The ability in this one little crystal to always, no matter how fucking shitty the day was, hold it in my hand at night, think of the best part of my day, even on the day that I felt as broken as hell, and say thank you, thank you, thank you, and go to bed with that on my mind, with the hope or at least, you know, the do, doing the leg work to make my mind wake up with a positive thought the next day. So, yeah, it would be my OG rose quartz crystal. What is something you really resent having to pay for? <laughs> um tampons. For sure. Um ooh, that's a good one. Uh, no, 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 let me think. Dental work? No. <laughs> tampons. Yes. I think that's annoying. Like, you should not have to pay for tampons. That's a really good question. I like that a lot. Tampons, though. <laughs> um, First three things you would do if you won the billion-dollar billion lottery. Ooh. Um, I would take my husband and I on the honeymoon that we wanted to go to in Greece. I would... Pay off our house because I wouldn't want a bigger house. I would want a different house. This was my dream house. I would I I would want it to be secured to where my children will always have it as a home. This will always be their safe space. Angle I would go buy myself a Chanel purse because I've always wanted one. But I will never spend five thousand dollars if I'm not a millionaire on a purse. Um I would i probably have some legal shit that i would take care of um i would want to start something in the way of like an organization maybe for single moms and maybe i wouldn't even do it that way because i i I don't know enough about that to say that that'd be the first thing that i would do because you know organizations sometimes can be shady I think maybe I would want to like change a single mom's life. Like I would want to find a single mom that was just like really struggling and just like buy her a house or something. You know, but if I won that money it would be half Marshall's too. So I'd have to check out with him. But in La La Land, if it was just my situation, yes. um, I would, I would definitely go get a massage. <laughs> I would get an entire spa day. Um, Yeah. Like I'd, it's it's, re- it's weird when you got to a space where your life was exactly as you wanted it and you have to like rework your dreams because money wasn't always the factor in there. But now that I don't have the money I had before, uh, you know, you rework that. But like I literally was looking at photos of me like a year and a half ago when I got married and I was like in the Mecca of my life. And I pray that that wasn't the only Mecca because... We just had our dream wedding. We just bought our dream home. Like, we were financially stable. I was completely out of debt. And I was proud of the work I was doing in radio. So, like, I had all the dreams, you know. So, when the billion-dollar lottery comes into play, like, I never thought about that before. But, now, yeah, now that I need the money, like, I would 100% secure the parts of those the dream, the real parts of the dream that I t- that I kept. And, you know, my house and put away money for my kids' college and, you know... Make sure everything was secured in a way that, like, I mean, a billion dollars would be cool. <laughs> but if it wasn't a billion, it was just, like, a couple of million, I would make sure that, I'd like, to invest it, too. And I would put a pool in my backyard so my boys can go back there and swim. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, like, subsidiaries of stuff that I have now, with the exception of going to Greece. What are some of your favorite snacks? So, right now, um, I forget what they're called, but Marshall got me these, like, coconut wraps. Like they're little, like you know those little wafer snacks that are, they have, like chocolate in them or like hazelnut in them, and it's just like a it's like a waffle cake wafer, the crunchy thing. Well, they have those that are just like coconut skins or just you know coconut mashed together. Those are bomb. Like they're just my favorite little crunchy snack right now. Um, I am a Cheez-It girl. I, I I always love Cheez-Its. I like the spicy Cheez-Its. I like I there's not a Cheez-It that I have ever met that I don't like. Um Let's see. What are my other favorite snacks? Like are we talking healthy here? Like Goldfish, I said that already. Um I really like anything with like like bell peppers and cream cheese with Takis. That was my pregnancy snack, but I still absolutely love it. And this one's weird too. This was also a pregnancy snack. They have these, like, Filo, Filio, I forget what the brand is called, but it's, like, basically, like, large, like, personal pan pizza size, like, sheets of, like, provolone or Gouda or, like, Gruyere cheese, and you put it in the microwave for, like, a minute and it crisps up like a taco shell. I put PB&J on that. It sounds disgusting because it's cheese and PB&J, but it's so fucking good. Um... Will I see you at the Pink concert at Nat Stadium? I cannot wait. Fuck yeah, you will. I can't wait. This was my birthday present from Marshall and I haven't seen Pink in concert. Like I saw her, you know, at the iHeartRadio Music Festival like 5 6 years ago, but that wasn't like, you know, that was a that was a, a performance. It wasn't a Pink concert. I'm so fucking excited. And I'm going to do a video soon of like um, picking my outfit for Pink because I have the top so bomb and custom excited um but the bottoms I need help with so I might need like to do a video poll of that and have you guys help me but yes I'm so excited um did anyone help you find who bought your website there's a way but I can't remember okay so I had posted something earlier on tiktok or dot tiktok instagram stories today because I don't own really com. somebody else does and i i have my sneaking suspicions of who owns that um but i kind of wanted to know not that i need any more like you know convincing that the person i have in mind is a piece of shit but i just want to know like i want to know how and maybe it's not i'm pretty sure it is but i just want to know why like what the hell how do you sleep at night friend um can't think of one but i just wanted to send you love you're amazing inspire me daily ditto my friend so have you ever seen a psychic were they accurate oh good question so hmm the last time i saw like a psychic like, i didn't see them it was like in all over the phone we did an interview when i was in memphis and it was funny as i was dating this dude, and he was, like, a transitional guy, and that sounds so terrible, but like, I had gone, I was dating somebody for, like, a year and a half, we broke up, and then, you know, he was kind of, like, a rebound, but we were, like, three or four months into it, so it was starting to, like, be, like, almost boyfriend-girlfriend territory, and the psychic was, like, you're not gonna end up with who you are now, who you're with now, and I was, like, oh, well, shit, like, um, that wasn't even a question I wanted to ask, but she was like, you're going to end up with somebody with like bluish or lighter eyes. And this dude had brown eyes. And I was just like, Oh, okay. And then not too long after I split with that one or he broke up. I don't know. Like it was some weird, like crazy dumb breakup. And then he wanted me back later anyway. But I had moved on to the one that was going to be my, was my fiance twice removed. I was engaged to that person and (laughs) canceled. He broke up with me twice before the wedding. Um, but he had lighter eyes. So she was accurate, I guess, for that time space. I don't know if she could see in, like, well, yeah, she could see into the future. But I don't know if she could see far, far into the future. Because my husband has really deep, dark, beautiful brown eyes. So uh, maybe she wasn't accurate. But she was at least accurate that I wasn't going to end up with that person. Thank God I didn't end up with either one of them. Good God. Um. Oh, yeah. Got to end with this one. Do you ever talk to Danny from the old show? Some fairly big similarities between situations. Um, Well, I met Danny. Actually, one of those junkets that I was talking about when I was at like American Idol. So that would have been, God, 2012, maybe. Long ass time ago. Because I was actually with that douchebag I was just talking about. Um, And she was really fucking nice. You know, I had talked to her about um, when she was on Bridezilla's and we laughed and I was like, you know, pretty new into like being into morning radio and like high powered situations like that. And she was so gracious and sweet and personable. Um, And I didn't really meet her again after that. I still haven't met her again after that. But I have had some conversations with her over DM over the years and she was always very supportive. Essentially, I was the one that, like, quote, replaced her. I mean, there was a span of two years in between, you know, and, like, we weren't, like, friends, but I, I had that one interaction with her. Um, but I don't take away that she has, that, that woman has been through some shit And I'm in awe at her strength, honestly. Like, I'm not ever here to confirm or deny things that I was not there for. But I do know that she has been very, very resilient. And as per Instagram, she just got married, and that's fucking amazing. You know, she's got her two beautiful girls, and you know i i wish her like oodles and oodles and oodles of happiness going forward because everyone deserves that especially her you know like i like i said i don't know her beyond you know the one interaction we had and the few conversations we had but i know that she was always very very kind to me and that's what i go on is my personal experiences with that person and nothing else so Yeah, I don't talk to her now, but – and not to say that I wouldn't, but, yeah. I know that's, like, a weird answer. It's just, as you all know, there's all reasonings for that. Um, But, yeah, those are some good questions, my friends. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. You make my job so easy. Um, But on to the very big exciting thing that has been in the works forever. And before I give you the unveiling, if you will (laughs) – sounds so cheesy – I got to thank my husband for helping me with this because, girl, the ADHD has been on a high lately and just all of the stress and the cortisol levels being out the roof. You know, I've had a lot of issues with just like being able to sit down and process and like, you know, the technical shit of things, just I can't. I'm a great writer. I'm a great creator. I'm a great communicator. Technical workings of things, it's not my forte at all. And my husband came in and did the damn thing and helped me with this. Like, I'm great at the aesthetics. I, I know how to tell you what I want and where I want it and what I want it to look like. And I'm actually, you know, I'm pretty good with editing and I'm good with, like, some technical things. But when it becomes, like, t- being with the children all day, pushing the candle business, doing this podcast, and then having to learn, like, new programs, I'm just like, eh So, thanks, babe. I love you. So what is it, you ask? I now have finally launched really Riley Podcast.com. Maybe someday it will just be really Riley.com. We'll see. Um, hopefully, but for now, it's really Riley Podcast.com. Um, I want to grow this website right now. It looks, you know, really pretty. I'm excited about it, but I'm going to be adding more things, doing more things with it. My blog post is going to be coming tomorrow or friday depending on how crazy my kids are um but i'm going to be putting the fave five back up there i'm going to be posting different things throughout the week that i like that move me a you lot know, like i did before when i was in radio because the thing about putting together websites is like either you spend a bunch of money to have somebody put them together for you the exact way that you want it and i, I do want to do that someday but you know what we got to watch our pennies right now um and I have a merch shop up there for you. So right now we have some of the candles that I've put together for the site. We've got some new shirts. You guys have been asking me forever to do clothing. And finally it's here. Um, you might have seen some of these clothes in my pictures before, but I never like told you guys that I was going to be selling them and gearing them towards the podcast. And here we are. I'm so excited. There is the manifested shirts. There is the, we got this in black and in white. Um, there is the, we got this candle. There's the, she believes she could. So she did. There's a couple of different things that I haven't posted yet. I have some, I, I actually think I want to keep those in the bag until they're actually posted. So hopefully you guys will come back and keep checking around. Um, because I'm so excited about them. Like I, okay, I'll just tell you. I did some baby designs for, we got this baby, Um, but they're so cute. And these are all original designs that I sit down and I create with my two little hands, my cricket program, and lots of blood, sweat, and tears. I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm going to have just all this cool merch that that's another thing that was like manifested because I've been saying that literally for like five years that I've wanted to do merchandise. Like, and to be the one that creates it, like it's not being shipped out anywhere. Like no factory puts it together. It's not just like the same old shit. Like every single piece that you ever buy from me is made by me one by one. And I love that. You know, obviously if we get to a space, when we get to a space where we grow even bigger, it may not always be that way. You know what? I take that back. I always want to make it. I think that's what makes it more special because it's like a hug from me to you for supporting me and my family and making my dreams still possible and being the ones that when I'm shattered like that broken glass, keep me going. It's like, it's not bullshit. It's, it's everything in my life. So there's also a new little addition. Um, I want you guys to know that really Riley, the podcast will always be free I'm never going to make that a situation where you would have to pay to listen to any of it. But I have launched a new subscription service that's on the website. It's called the We Got This Army. Um, you can do a monthly fee or you can buy it for the year. Um, and I'm going to give you a little rundown of some of the goodies that you're going to get with it. Um, you're going to get, as perks of being part of the We Got This Army, um, you get five bucks off your first order in the merch store for new members, and then there's going to be ongoing discounts throughout the year of you know the merch that I put out. Um, you're going to be the first to see and be able to purchase it, too, because I'm going to do drops throughout, and I'm not going to really keep them around for very long. Like I like to do one of a kind things and when they're gone, they're gone. So you got to get them when you get them. So it's nice if you get to see them before they sell out and then you'll get a little discount on them too. Um, Also you're going to get early access and discounts for tickets to any of my pop-ups. Like you'll get coupons to come out to the pop-ups. My vision board seminars, there's another one going to happen before the end of this year. You're going to be the first ones as a subscriber to be able to get those event tickets and get a discount for it because a lot of the events that I will do will be bigger. They're coming up. Like the live podcast is totally happening. Just got to find the perfect venue for it. But I have a few in mind. And in terms of the vision board one, I have a venue that I am so excited about because one of my, we got this fam is helping me out with that. And I don't want to do super, super large events to where it becomes impersonal, especially with stuff like manifestation. Um, so they're going to be, it's going to be bigger than the event that I did last time. But I also want the people that are supporters of Really Riley podcast, me, my family, and part of the We Got This Army to be the ones that get all that first. Um, lots more event things coming up. Like also, you guys are going to have the in on Really Riley meetups and hangs, like stuff that you don't have to pay to get into, but we're just going to hang out and be inspired by each other. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's drinks. Maybe it's going to the treetops and doing a ropes course that I've been kind of teasing about that a lot of you guys said you want to go to. So you guys will get the skinny on all that when it first happens. Also, you're going to get access to video versions of the podcast. They're going to be bonus features that you've never seen before, even if it's me just like making all of the funniest faces on the videos, but also never before heard bonus clips. I'm going to do a lot of how-to tutorials on there because a lot of you guys have been asking me, will you do a tutorial with your candles? Will you do, you know, like a fitness tutorial that's geared towards like the whole workout that you do? Obviously, it wouldn't make it that long, but basically I would have my husband come and put together a program that everybody can do. Um, I might even do like sample meal plans or how to's on how to do makeup or how to's on how to make all of those things, but how to like cake how to's, because a lot of you guys have been wanting me to do cake things. I'm also going to put together a newsletter. It's going to be lots of goodies, basically just a package every day of news stories that I like, my perspective on them. The fave five will probably be in there as well. I'm also going to have a, we got this moment. Of the day that subscribers can be featured on and or my we got this moment of the day there's gonna be a lot of new goodies in there for you guys and I want to make it absolutely worth it Um, another thing that I'm gonna add in there is Riley random presents so basically I'm gonna periodically um, put out exclusive merch for yearly subscribers it's like my way of saying thank you for the podcast growing and the goodies that I have in store. Oh my God. Because again, I make these with my own two hands. So this isn't something that you're going to get anywhere else. And I'm always trying to be innovative. I'm always trying to create new things that you can't get anywhere else. And if somebody starts to copy them, I'll just go create something else. And I want them to be special. And everything I make though, I'm always the proponent of like, if I wouldn't buy it, if I wouldn't wear it, if I wouldn't put it in my house, if I wouldn't walk around with it, I'm not going to sell it or offer it even as a free gift. I, Not, not about that life. Um, so, yeah. But I wanted to read you the blurbs that I have on the website in terms of becoming a part of We Got This Army. So I said, first things first. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging around my little corner of the world and giving me my voice. I'm excited to share some new features with you and keep the podcast growing. If you've been around the Really Riley podcast long enough, you already know that gratitude and manifestation are two of my biggest tools to create the life I've always wanted. But if all always went according to a plan, I suppose that wouldn't be real life, now would it? And our motto is always keeping it real. So whenever the train that is my life goes off the tracks, it's always the universe and you that bring me back to center. Y'all mean the absolute world to me, and this podcast isn't possible without you. I love you to the moon and back, Riley Couture. And I mean every fucking word of that. I had a lot of qualms about even asking any portion of this podcast or anything that comes along with it to be paid, because the joy you guys give me is way more than any of the joy that I could have ever given you. But if I'm going to continue this right now, I need your help. Um, because I do have two little kids that need me. And I do have my half of keeping up with everything. And I want this dream to keep going. So now, even more so than ever, not that I didn't mean it before, I mean that with all of my heart that my dreams are not possible anymore without you. They, they never were. But it's even more so now, tenfold. And I also am going to go back to keeping my chin up and knowing my worth and I just know that you're going to love these new features. I know that it's going to be great. It's a new way to connect and it's just going to keep growing. I want to... I don't want to prove anybody wrong, but I want to once again prove that nothing will stop me, that I know my worth and that I know what I have to give and I still have the possibilities of giving it and for two reasons. Well, three. One, because I won't fucking quit. And two, because I've got you guys. I've got the We Got This Army. And the third one was just three because we got this. <laughs> but I love you guys absolutely to the moon and back. And if you want to check out the website, there's going to be some new stuff probably up tomorrow, like I said. Because um, I've already made it and it's so damn cute. I can't wait for you guys to see this stuff. Um, it's really rileypodcast.com. Just search around. There's not like a whole lot on the site because I didn't want it to be muddled up with a lot of things. Um, but yeah. I'm so excited for the blog space. There's also going to be like pictures of us from events there. And, you know, if I end up trying a product or doing things, it's all just going to be there. Like it's going to be a little hub that I'm just excited to further the connection. So if you guys end up becoming subscribers for a month, for a year, for a couple months, I'm going to say this in advance. I'm going to speak it into existence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys so much. If you want to hit me up with any questions, comments, concerns, really Riley podcast at gmail.com. Text line is 410-604-8895. Socials at Riley Couture, really Riley podcast and house of W by Riley. I love you longest. And I will talk to you on Friday. It's really Riley.